Well, happy Friday, and this is not just any other Friday. Oh, no, no. As we enter into the weekend for the 200th time, we're welcoming you to the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Yes, indeed, Adam. We have had the privilege of coming into your smartphones or onto your web browsers for 200 straight Fridays, and we're very excited about this accomplishment. And first of all, I just have to say that it is in large part due to the great people that I have gotten to work with as a part of this podcast. And I want to say thank you to Adam for being here and for continuing to um, to be my executive producer over 200 episodes. You know, 50 episodes ago, we thought 150 was a big deal. And now we're looking at 200, and that's just really exciting. So thank you, Adam, for your work on the show. And I also want to say thank you to our uh, silent partner, Brad Lanzer <laughs> of Lanzer Broadcasting, who is sitting in on a little bit of the show today. And so we just want to say thank you. He will not be joining us on air. but If you listen carefully, you, you can hear his wave in the air. <laughs> so he's here. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of exciting things to get to. But the first thing I want to do is just talk about our reflections of these last 200 episodes. And Adam, why don't you go first? Why don't you tell us what you're feeling on this day? Well, flashing back a little bit, I remember when we first started. And when you actually talked to me, it was the summer of 2012. And we had met on another radio show I'd produced at uh, JQ 99.3. And you had talked to me about being the producer and coming on with with your ministry and doing this podcast. And I remember at the time, you know, I was, I was 21. So at 21, usually you're like, okay, you're just like, well, whatever. Sure. Sounds great. I'll, I'll do it. And I honestly, I came in the first night. I had no idea what to expect. I just knew don't accidentally put us live on the actual JQ signal. That was my <laughs> big goal that night. And then we, we, we fired it up. We started going. And one of my favorite memories is when you said, you know, keep speaking or keep serving the best of masters. And we stopped. And you're like, wow. You're like, how long was that? I was like, seven minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> and that was our first night. And to see how Andrew God has used you and to see how the podcast has grown and the people that we've got to talk to and hear their stories, that's been my favorite thing over the past almost four years now. And it's been so cool to hear just how God uses people in different places, even when they don't see it coming. That's my favorite is is that is that plot twist that, that God does, even with us, with this with this podcast. So... Uh, that's my my thirty second story, if you will, but that's been some of my favorite stuff doing the podcast and, and getting to do it with you as well, Andrew. That's it's been a blast. And Naomi, who is our book club uh, special co host, um, has been in here a handful of times now, a little bit over a handful, and so I'd like her to step up and just give us a little bit of reflections, both as a regular contributor and as a fan of the podcast. I call her my number one super fan because when I ask for con for feedback she always gives it even if a lot of other people don't she's always right there with a comment or an idea that's why the book club came to be and it's become one of my favorite parts of the podcast so naomi welcome back to the studio thanks for having me so when you think about maybe first of all your journey on this podcast from when you first started coming in doing these book reviews to now what are your reflections on that it's been a lot of fun the funnest part for me is when you pick out the books for the year and some of them I'm like, eh, and then I'll read it and I love it and I'm telling everybody about it. 
So that's an exciting part. And I love um, some of my favorite podcasts are the ones you do, like historical, like you did one on Lincoln. I really liked that one. And so, no, it's just been neat to see how you've grown over the years. And uh, going back and forth about the books, that's a lot of fun. And my friend Nick is here doing video. Nick, could you step up to a mic real quick and just give us a little bit of your thoughts about <laughs> sure. work, multitasker about working with speaking for him? It's just been a lot of fun. Um, wish I could be here more often than I am, but when I am, it's always a lot of fun and happy to help out. And actually, Nick um, drove for me in the Faster Pastor a few years ago, which was absolutely um, uh, exciting and so fun. And then. A friend of Nick's, Josh Wood, drove for me the following year. I haven't been out there for a few years. Maybe I'll get a driver for next year. We'll see what happens. That's always a fun time. So just just the expansion of opportunities that I've had since having this podcast, it's really an exciting thing. And so um, I just, I, you know, often I get these big ideas of things to start, and I don't necessarily carry them through for very long. So the fact that I did anything 200 weeks in a row, uh, that's that's a really good thing <laughs> yeah. and a really exciting thing. So I, I'm thankful for each and every one of these people that has helped to make it happen. All right. Well, Adam, being that we've had 200 podcasts, that means we have a lot of material to look at. So why don't you roll for us and for those in the studio the 200th podcast highlight reel Podcast from 1 to 99 in fairly abbreviated review. I am very grateful to be here today. My name is Andrew Gamison and I will be your host. I've always had a heart for young people speaking the truth of God into their life. The main mission of Speaking for Him comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, where Paul is encouraging his fellow believers that they would walk worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. My primary goal in ministry is to reach out to those who are already following Christ and to encourage them to follow him more closely. started by going to Adam for some historical facts about Christmas. In the Middle Ages, so we're going back to the 15th, 16th century, Christmas celebrations were rowdy and crazy, a lot like today's Mardi Gras parties. Christmas was not always a federal holiday in the United States. Andrew, I got to ask you real quick. Do you like eggnog? I always have the non-alcoholic variety. Just to put <laughs> that out there and make that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> the first glass of eggnog was actually made in the United States, and it was consumed in Captain John Smith's 1607 Jamestown settlement. These facts about Christmas are very interesting, but let's hear from a famous celebrity about what Christmas is really all about. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Dave and Ivor are my guests here today. The peanuts 
piece is always touching to me, and I think there's a story just about he took a lot of heat for including that in that special. I guess I'm just thankful for people like that over the centuries who've kept the gospel alive in Christmas. Struggle with the contrast between celebrating the holiday and also keeping the Christ in Christmas. But I think it's our opportunity because we can't stop Christmas from happening as in a worldwide celebration as believers, as we are the ones to bring Christ central to that message. I'm very excited today because my mom is someone that's very important to me. She led me to the Lord. Without her love and influence, I would not be here today doing what I'm doing, and I really appreciate that. It says here, the noblest calling in the world is that of a mother. True motherhood is the most beautiful of all arts and the greatest of all professions. It deserves the highest honor that man can give. Today is a tribute to dads. So welcome, Russ. We're excited to have you here. The hardest thing about being a father would probably be letting go and letting God. You have all these expectations, but you never know. It could be something totally different that God has for him, and that's just something that will go along with that ministry. And to trust God that he'll take care of it. We discussed the possibility of doing a Speaking for Him book club. We need to be proactive about the entertainment that we choose, not just allow the world to dictate our entertainment. Through this book club, we will be able to give you some solid choices that will not only be entertaining, but will also edify you and give you some serious thinking that you can be doing. In Johnny and Ken, an untold love story, the Tadas shared the journey of their marriage from their first dinner date in 1980 to the present day as Johnny survived breast cancer. This story is not a love story you'll see in the movies or read in a novel, but it's the truest time, filled with commitment, sacrifice, and faith that defies the odds. As you read, you'll discover God's immeasurable grace to face your daily trials and to love those in your life as He does. But this is a really encouraging thing, and I feel like, for me, if Johnny can overcome what she has and accomplish this goal, then there's hope for me as well. And I'm really looking forward to reading this and then also hopefully continuing to recommend it as a resource. Maybe it can be something that will help people to realize that people like myself are not as abnormal as some may be led to believe. This is our one year anniversary. Uh, it's funny because I remember thinking it would be really great if I could have some interviews and I I started out with one and then another and God kept bringing more people in to do interviews and it's actually become a major part of what we do here on the podcast. Yes, and it has. I've been so grateful for that. So it's been quite a year. We've interviewed a lot of people. Uh, we've talked about a lot of important issues and we've had a lot of fun along the way. One of my favorite things over the past year has definitely been the the different stories where God has brought them from to where they are now. It has been so amazing. I would have never, ever imagined they had a story like that or would get to know them in depth to how we did here on the podcast. If God can do it in other people's lives, he can do it for us. We are doing a dramatic reading of A Christmas Herald by Charles Dickens. A Merry Christmas, Uncle. God save you. Bah, humbug. You don't mean that, I'm sure. I do? Merry Christmas. What right have you to be merry? 
What reason have you to be merry? You're poor enough. Come then, what right have you to be dismal? What reason have you to be morose? You're rich enough. But I am sure I have always thought of Christmas time. The only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people, them as if they were really fellow passengers to the grave and not another race of creatures bound on other journeys. And therefore, uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good and will do me good and I say, God bless it. The specter raised a cry and shook its chain and wrung its shadowy hands. You're fettered. Tell me why. I wear the chain that I forged in life. Is its pattern strange to you? Or would you know the weight and length of the strong coil you bear yourself? It was as full and heavy and as long as this seven Christmas Eves ago. You have labored on it since. It is a ponderous chain. I am here tonight to warn you that you have yet a chance and a hope of escaping my fate. A chance and a hope of my procuring, Ebenezer. You were always a good friend to me. Thank you. Thank you. I want to talk a little bit about the movie 42. Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball in 1947. Mm -hmm. He was the first black uh, baseball player to play Major League Baseball. Huey Reese goes out on the field and stands with Jackie and puts his arm around him. And he says, people need to see me like this. Because he realized that he needed to love and care for Jackie and not worry about what other people think. And I think we need to do the same. We need to live our lives according to a biblical worldview, whether it's popular or not. And we need to not always be on the defensive about our beliefs. We just need to stand and believe them and realize that some of them aren't going to be mainstream, but we need to, to do it anyway. The reason that Jackie Robinson was able to hold up the way he was was because he had a relationship with Jesus Christ who, when he was hanging on the cross, he just took it so that you and I could be saved from our sins. We're all, we're all equal. We're all even as God made us that way. He's the only one that's higher than us, is, is God. That, that's it. I'm really excited to once again spotlight one of my favorite places in the world, Master Arts Theater, with its production of Leaving Iowa. I have invited the director, uh, Mimi Russell, and one of the cast members, uh, Brenda Vanderark, to the studio. If you were to give one reason why somebody should come to Master Arts to see Leaving Iowa, what would that be? To remember a simpler time when your parents planned that family vacation and you were gonna have a good time. <laughs> and the fun starts now. It helps you to remember when you thought your parents would live forever. Today's guest with us, Kevin McCreary. I feel it as a Christian, I can still put out an episode where I don't have to be telling everyone that I'm a Christian in every single episode or all the media. When it naturally comes up, I'll talk about my faith. That being genuine, I'm not going to shy away from it. But if people are being disingenuous by completely avoiding it, even though they say that it's a part of their life, then I think that's just as wrong. And I think we as Christians should be, should have our eyes open to like imposters like that too. 
That's right, for a hundred straight Fridays, we have been your companions on this road that we call the Christian life, and we are very grateful for the hundred shows that God has led us through. Hey guys, congrats on your hundredth episode. So excited for you, and keep up the great work. Thanks for being such a blessing in our lives. Congratulations, Andrew, on your 100th podcast. Um, I'm so happy for you and even happier for us that we get to listen to such thought-provoking and God-centered talks. I appreciate what you do on Speaking for Him, and here's to many more. Love you, brother. Bye. Hello, Andrew, and Speaking for Him Ministries. Wow, congratulations on your 100th podcast. This is just amazing what God has done and what he's been doing through your life through this podcast. And I truly appreciate you, all the encouragement and all the from God that you've been giving us over this podcast over the last year or so that you've been doing this. Thank you and may you continue to have another hundred more. We are thankful for what God has done and we look forward to what he will do as he continues to be faithful in the future. Keep serving the best of men. This week, we are talking about October Baby. This is a continuation of our celebration of the sanctity of human life and uh, talking about these issues that are very important as we are commemorating the 42nd anniversary of Roe vs. Wade. And so I wanted to bring attention to this movie, October Baby. We can talk about love all we want, but until we are forced to live it and really think about what it means and the cost of loving someone, we're not going to understand it. The value of a life is untradeable. It's huge. It's it's the biggest thing God can give us, give you. And that movie did a good job at pointing that out, even in subtle ways. It showed that beauty is more than skin deep. Not yeah. that Hannah wasn't pretty, because she was. But it just kind of showed that some people, like Jason's previous girlfriend, had, had beauty is only skin deep issues. I am actually here on location in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, I just got a chance to watch Wally from the Wally Show, so I'm very excited now to have the opportunity to interview him. I consciously made a decision. I'm like, I'm going to treat everyone around the artist with the same respect that I treat that artist, and because they they deserve it. I try to be that guy, that same guy on the air and off the air, you know, with people, you know, as much as you can. Do you have any final words of encouragement? for my listeners as they seek to live out the most authentic Christian life they can. I think that for me, it's kind of like Mark Hall once told me, he said, the world doesn't hate Christians because they make mistakes. They hate Christians because they make mistakes and pretend that they don't. It's not a secret to the rest of the world that we're a mess. you know. And so if you live your life like everyone else does as far as just being honest about it and, and like you don't have all the answers, I think you'll do more things for your faith and through your faith, and you might even see your own faith grow as a result of that, because there's something kind of freeing about letting down some of those guards and those things that we think we have to do, those appearances that we think we have to keep up. It's just so neat to be able to reach milestones as a podcast, and the very fact that I've done anything 150 times in a row says a lot. 
Russ, I really appreciate that you came along and that you helped me uh, when I needed it and that you allowed me to get into political podcasting as well. Naomi gets better and better all the time. Thank you, AJ, for allowing Naomi to come in and do this. And then finally, this is a very special moment and hopefully I don't get choked up. But Adam, this podcast would not be possible without you. I never would have attempted a live reading of A Christmas Carol without you. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful for you. Um, So in honor of 150 episodes of podcast production excellence, I would like to present this plaque to you with my thanks. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Welcoming in Sarah Blair, who is a 19-year-old member of the West Virginia House of Delegates. She is, I believe, the youngest legislator currently in the United States of America. She's been featured nationally. I was actually 16 when I made the decision to run at the end of my junior year. If somebody, um, some young person of this generation, wants to get involved in politics, what would be a good starting place? What directly affects you the most is your local city councils, your mayor, your state representatives. Get to know them because a lot of them are very open and they'll sit down anytime that anybody calls me, even if they're not necessarily my constituent, but if they're a West Virginian even. Um, I love to just talk to them for a few minutes, explain to them what I do, how I got started, and how they can get involved. Um, So I definitely say reach out to your local representatives. Very excited to share with you another of our movie reviews. And this is for the movie Ragamuffin. Now, this movie is the life story of Rich Mullins, who was a contemporary Christian music singer in the 80s and 90s, and he was sadly taken from us in 1997 as a result of an auto accident um, at the age of 41. But he made an impact on a lot of people, despite having to deal with some pretty harsh things in his childhood and adult growing up years. A big lesson that was taught was you don't have to be picture perfect to serve God, as long as you're willing to serve him and say, God, I love you and trust you. It got me thinking about people who hold on to this baggage for their whole life. You think about Rich Mullins. He lived to be 41, and it wasn't until his mid-late 30s where he really got healing. Don't let your whole life go by struggling with this pain. You know, Jesus is right there to take it, waiting at the door. Just got to open it. But that's just the thing. You have to open the door to take that first step. Most of the people that you're going to talk to, especially if they're fellow believers, they're going to know that God's going to work out his will. So they're going to want to hear something more specific from you. But Rich spoke about the things that he felt on the speed guide. And I think that was a good example. So I want to encourage you to continue to work on the things that God has called you to. If you're not clear where God has called you, ask him for clarity. This story of Rich Mullins was rich because it showed us how even in the struggles of life, God works through that to do great things. Uh, we have a movie review for Woodlawn. One of the main gripes people have for Christian movies is they'll say, that's not very realistic, or maybe it's just playing up every cliche. But this was a true story. I think it's my favorite Christian film of the year that's came out, if not my favorite film of the year. I don't know if there were any negative aspects of the film. Honestly, when the movie was done, that was my only negative thing. It was so well done. You don't want to miss it. I am, of course, Russ with the Russ and I Today Show. Next to me is my co-host, Brent. 
and we're all four hopefully going to participate in a lively discussion as we lead up to the Michigan primary. I always say vote with your heart, not your wallet. I want to challenge you to just really uh, pray it through this year and wherever that candidate's heart is and if they get in, that's where the direction of stuff's going to go. Vote for the candidate that speaks to you and not the candidate that the media wants to throw at you. Because really, I think a lot of times we step out and we forget common sense when we step into that booth. We, uh, uh, we have to fill in the bubble. What bubble? Also, in certain states, there were about, I think in Virginia, there were about 20,000 votes cast for people no longer in the race. Go out and educate yourself because there's a lot at stake this election. Don't just rely on the media telling you who you're supposed to support. We want to encourage you to get out and vote, but please vote educated. We're talking about the future of our country. Good to be with you on this Good Friday. We exist to preach Christ and Him crucified, and that's what we're going to talk about today on the Speaking for Him podcast through the power of drama, and specifically through the eyes of Simon of Cyrene. Was Jesus of Nazareth our long-awaited Messiah, the man who had been silent during his death sentence, was now crying out? Yet it wasn't the cry of an innocent man wrongly convicted. Instead, it was a cry of love and a request for his father to forgive them, showing love and caring for others, even on the cross. I was among a group of 500 people who who actually saw Jesus alive. There's no better way to celebrate Resurrection Day than through a personal resurrection to new life in Jesus Christ. Speaking for him exists because he lived. He is risen. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming in a young lady by the name of Maggie. Can you tell us about why uh, you decided to start Maggie's Flowers? Um, when I was about five years old, I wanted to go hang gliding. It was $100, and we didn't really have that. And we came up with the idea for selling flowers, and that year we ended up raising $200. Wow. And then the next year, I wanted to do it again, So, and we didn't really have any like other stuff that we needed to spend it on so we came up with the idea of helping others. We give Christmas presents to all the boys at Sunnycrest Youth Ranch and we do a food pantry and we adopt a couple families um, that need a little bit of help. Jill, from a mom's perspective, what are some of your thoughts as this has grown and kind of taken off? It still baffles me from time to time, but it's been an amazing um, journey. It's such an amazing journey because we know that God's in control of it. Um, We know that the flowers that we plant in the beginning of the season are going to be just enough and the money that we raise will be just enough and the families and the individuals that we need to help will be brought to us and that's just a really awesome thing to be able to walk that journey with her and show her um, God's faithfulness through it all. Paul told Timothy that even though he was young that he should be an example. Clearly Maggie you are that to others. What I love about what you're doing Maggie is that you're living it out. If you know that you want to do something, but you don't know what to do, just do like what you like to do or what you are really good at doing, and you'll probably do it at the best that you can. So welcome to the show, Cherie. I've always had more of a masculine approach to things. I stepped up and I did everything that a man should do. God just really rocked the core of me lately. I was asking him, you know, what should my ministry look like as a single mother? And one day looking in scripture, he just revealed to me his plan is never for us to try to take the role that a man should play. But God never asked me to. He showed me in scripture 
where he created us to be submissive. He created a man to lead. Well, the truth is he can use any of us equally if we let him. It's not that women can't do anything a man can do, but it's not the way God designed it. He has a very particular design, and if we are willing to let Christ shine through us, then we are willing to apply every part of God's Word to our life. It broke me and humbled me, but when it's God's Word, it's God's Word, and that doesn't change. It was like God was saying, you just be the mama, I'm the father, and I will take care of your children. I'm going to show you what you need to do, but you have to let me lead you. If there's someone out there listening who wants to discover God's will for their life, do you have any advice for them as they seek that? Get in the Word. Read as much as you can. Soak up as much as you can. Take that scripture, pick it apart until it makes sense to you. Get a hold of that Bible and just stay in it and walk with Him as close as you can. It's my privilege to welcome Bill Bennett to the studio. So could you tell a little bit about how you came to know the Lord personally and how that's impacted your life over the years? See, I was eight years old. We were at an evangelistic conference in my home church. I knew at the end of uh, that message from him that if I were to stand before the Lord and he were to ask me why I should be admitted into his heaven, I didn't have an answer. And I knew that I needed to invite him into my heart. The Lord uh, saved me way back then, and he's been uh, so very faithful to me. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? It is Psalm 1611. In that passage of scripture is just about everything that is important. It is direction that comes from the Lord because he has promised to show us the path. And he does. He has directed through my 64 years and shown me, revealed himself uh, to me in his word and uh, given direction to my life. In his presence each and every day is a fullness of joy. It's just a wonderful life. My phrase for my life that I've attempted to live out is to show the world that it is fun to be a Christian. Wynn and his very impressive young man, one of my Facebook friends, shared a video that he did. Ever since um, I saw that video, I realized that he had a heart for Christ and a heart for country music. I'm very excited that these two things merge with Landon. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Christ? When I was about five years old, I asked Jesus to come in my heart and forgive me for all my sins. He's really done a lot for me. Do you have any encouragement for other kids like you who may want to get into the music business? No matter what happens, just never give up. At being someone who struggles physically, I know what it's like to have people put you in a box and not think that you can do certain things. I just take great pleasure in shattering stereotypes and doing so to the glory of God. I will say that it can be difficult to know exactly how to react to the homeless population, especially in a place here like Grand Rapids. It also is hard because sometimes they don't want your help. So it, it does take discretion, but it is important for us to realize what we can do to help others and that it doesn't have to be a really huge thing. It can, it can be something that seems small, but it's huge for the person. And if we're sensitive to what God does, what God tells us and we can do it. You can do something in your everyday life that could save someone's life. We have 199 episodes, so next week is our 200th. Woo, very excited to celebrate. I'm so glad that you join us every Friday. Have a great weekend, and as always, keep serving the best of men. 
Well, Adam, what do you think? What a journey it's been. Man, oh, man. Yeah. Can you believe that? There's a lot of good stuff on that reel. Um, I I saw Naomi's face. Uh, you're not in the studio, and the Facebook Live feed has run out that was running earlier, but I, I saw her when uh, the book club came up, and she was she was worried that she was going to end up in there. And she actually is <laughs> in the highlight reel on a voicemail, um, but she's probably glad that she didn't actually have anything to say on that real from her book club days but anyway it's so exciting to to see all those shows and all those places we've been i mean like to to hear um part of the wally show interview which to me is one of the big highlights you know i told you from the very early days that we started doing the podcast that wally was one of the people that i wanted to interview Mm -hmm. and so to nail that last year and get that done it's kind of funny because you don't hear it in the in the highlight reel, but he kind of ribbed me a little bit because I told him that he was episode one forty nine, and he was like, "I want to be one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but anyway, he was just a really genuine guy, and and I had a lot of fun. The only regret I had is that we didn't play a repeat, so we could all go out and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> other than that, it was really great to have that be a part of it, and then. To just hear the Christmas Carol, you know, the review of that. Just so many other things that people have come in and helped me do. It's just amazing. If it, if this podcast was just me sitting in a room talking, uh, I don't think it would have lasted 200 episodes. Um, you know, so I'm just very grateful for everybody that has contributed. And that brings us to our next section, which is feedback. And Adam... Uh, why don't you, before we get into the voicemails, let's start out with the written feedback that we got on our event page. Um, and just before we start that, I just want to say that everybody that posted in the event page and the people that sent me a voicemail are all entered into a drawing to um, win an Amazon uh, gift card at the end of the show. Naomi will draw one name, and then we'll get your contact information, and we will decide how you want to receive your Amazon gift card for $20, whether you want to receive a physical card or if you want Naomi to email you. We can do that at the point of contact. And um, real quick, I just want to thank Barbara Dykema uh, for commenting. She commented on one of my statuses, so she's not on this Facebook event page as we go through the feedback. But I thank you for commenting. I don't know how many, if any, episodes that you've actually listened to, but um, you're a friend of Adam's, and I, I thank you for congratulating us on 200 episodes working together. So thanks, Barb. You're in the drawing. Um, if you win, we will be contacting you. We'll find out soon if that is the case. Okay, Adam, why don't you um, read through one by one our written um, feedback. Let's start with our friend Lori. Hi, Lori. This is great. God continues to use your gifts in amazing ways. Continue to be faithful to him and see you soon. Heather, all the way from Chicago, says congratulations to us. Thank you so much, Heather. Anna also chimed in and said, everyone I have listened to of your podcast has been such a good learning experience and good learning points and always very Bible-based, which is so nice. She says she'll have to pick one, I guess, uh, that sticks in her mind that she loves the most is the podcast we did around Thanksgiving. Having the history reminder and present-day application of what Thanksgiving is all about was so great. 
Also want to say thank you to Melissa, who is saying congratulations, Andrew. Looking, look, uh, Loved working on the Christmas Carol edition. Many blessings, Melissa. All right. Thank you very much for everyone that commented, and uh, I really appreciate the feedback. You know, I've said this uh, many times that feedback is something that I, as a content creator, uh, thrive on. I want to know that the the shows that we're making are making an impact. I mean, that's why I have a co-host, so that I at least know one person's listening. <laughs> uh, but uh, I really appreciate the feedback that we received. And now um, we're going to hear a couple uh, voice messages that were left for me. And so Adam is going to go ahead and roll those. Well, I had the joy of speaking for him on the podcast with Mr. Andrew and I can just say it was such an honor to get to share what we believe and talk about God and know that there's people from all over the place going to hear about the Word of God. And I just encourage anyone who has a voice to speak out and to be bold and to stand on the promises of God and to share His Word for all to hear. That is what we were called to do. We are all part of the Great Commission. We are to go and tell. So go out and speak for Him. Hi, this is Christopher Green, listening to the Speaking for Him podcast all the way from Canada. I just want to say congratulations to Mr. Gomison and Mr. McNutt on their 200th episode of the Speaking for Him podcast. Though I've only been a listener since my friend Kevin McCreary and Mr. Gomison introduced me to the show for the purpose of creating the 200th episode highlight reel, I feel like I've been with you guys from the beginning just listening to all these clips. It's a really encouraging show and it's already been challenging me and my walk with the Lord already. And it's been challenging me to make sure that I am following the best of masters as closely as I can. Thanks again for this great show you do. Here's to 200 episodes more. And God bless you both. And keep serving the best of masters. It, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, Adam. Um, for those who are listening, that was voicemails from Cherie and Christopher. And Christopher Green is the man who uh, put together our... Um, highlight reel so i will have contact information for him on the blog his website so if anybody has any technical audio work that they would like to have done um i will send work his way gladly he uh not only did he uh do the highlight reel and not only did he send us a voicemail adam but he told me that after listening to the podcast because he had to put together the highlight reel that he subscribed on iTunes and that he's listening regularly. So, all right, Christopher, thank you. So, and, and our first international listener to my knowledge. Yes, so that's, he loves the podcast, Dad. That's, that's kind of neat. Uh, and so we we are very thankful for those who are listening, and um, I really appreciate everyone listening. And I and I'm very excited for the next you know 50 episodes. And we'll see what the Lord does. You know, I still have some big interviews I'd like to do. And, um, you know, the more feedback, particularly if you're looking at iTunes or Stitcher, the more feedback I can get on those mediums, the more legit my podcast in some ways becomes. And that will help when it comes to recruiting some of these more high-profile guests that I really um, have a have a desire to interview people such as my one of my favorite authors karen kingsbury um some of my favorite bands 
uh, Sidewalk Prophets and Francesca Battistelli, um, my, one of my favorite actresses, Candace Cameron Bure. These are just a handful of people that I would love to have on the Speaking for Him podcast. And by interacting with the podcast and, and giving it feedback, uh, you actually can help make that happen because it legitimizes what we do. I mean, I know we're legitimate in the eyes of God, but it's nice to have an expanding um, outreach as well. And so we'll see what the Lord does in the next year. Um, hard to believe we've been doing this for over over three years. I almost said over four. I'm aging us too much. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and so I thought there was going to be one other friend of ours joining us uh, with some reflections, but it, it appears that um, something happened to not allow that to occur. Maybe he's going to be so, like fashionably late. He'll show up at like episode 201. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Tim Van Bruggen. I know your heart was with us tonight and uh, we would have loved to have you in the studio um, I don't know all the details of why he isn't here, but I'm very thankful for him. He's the executive director of Master Arts Theater, and if you look back in the archives a couple months, you will find an interview that I did with him. It was a fascinating interview. He was actually on two weeks in a row. That's right. Because he was on for a general interview, and then he was on because he portrayed Dietrich Bonhoeffer in the play The Beams Are Creaking at Master Arts this past spring, and so... I was able to have him on two weeks in a row, and it was a it was really a blessing to do that, and so I'm very thankful to him, and I'm thankful to be continuously involved with Master Arts. We will be profiling um, the, their fall show very soon, um, which is Horizons of Gold, so I'll just put a little tease out there um, for that, and uh, Horizons of Gold is actually a retelling of the story of Ruth from the Bible. But it's set in the Dust Bowl days um, in Oklahoma. So it should be a very interesting, it's a musical. So I'm very intrigued, as I am always when I go to Master Arts. So anyway, I just wanted to acknowledge that and acknowledge their involvement and how they've helped me uh, to continue to bring you great content as well. So with that being said, um, thank you to everyone that has given us feedback. And now... Naomi is handing the drawing envelope Ooh. to Adam. <clears throat> Adam will pick one name for our $20 Amazon gift card. Can I get like a drum roll or something? Do we you're, have... you're supposed to provide the foley. Am... Dude. <laughs> oh, right. I'm the producer. Oh, uh, that's yes. right. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fair the... if I picked? No. <laughs> she says she has relatives in here. Wouldn't it be fair if she picked. So. Which is very true. Can you call your relatives and have them come and do drum roll? Uh, That'd be yeah, great. Then. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? In my hand, I have the winner of the Amazon gift card, which is Lori Dean. So, Lori Dean, uh, we can gratefully tell you that you have won our $20 Amazon gift card drawing. So, I will be contacting you via Facebook and appraising you of that fact. And we will get um, that Amazon gift card out to you either by email or by in a physical form so we will we will take care of that off the air but we thank everyone for sending in their feedback and please continue to do so we have the voicemail link on the blog you can use it at any time to comment on any of the podcasts you can listen to any of the archives 
Um, you can catch up on our book club. Um, we may, we do have a book club page. I'm sorry. I'm not more active on that book club page, but we, we may work on getting that more fluid, so to speak. And, uh, we've, we've done some good, um, readings of books. I think we're, we're going into our 11th book, if I'm not mistaken, because this is our third year of the, uh, book club and that is eat more chicken by s truett kathy and i think the subtitle is something like doing business the chick-fil-a way and unfortunately we will not have chick-fil-a as part of that um if we record sometime in the next month or two which is what i'm hoping um (laughs) well it would be great if chick-fil-a was breaking ground about the time that we were oh that'd be wonderful and i do hope Speaking of dream podcast, <laughs> my dream, one of them is to be podcasting live from a local Chick-fil-A once they open. Yes. Maybe from the, to the, from the soft grand opening, because I've heard they kind of rock. But anyway, and as you know, if you've been listening for any length of time, on our next Freeform Friday, uh, we will be sampling the, the deep fried Twinkies from the Walmart frozen section. Oh, yes. They were not available for us. No. In July, but they will be available soon. Because who wants anything frozen in July, am I right? <laughs> so <laughs> but we'll that, have them. That will be happening. So just a lot of fun stuff has happened and will happen. So um, we're very thankful for everyone who is listening. And again, Lori Dean is the winner of the $20 Amazon gift card. Woo! So we're about to wrap up here. We thank you for joining us. And... Uh, do you have any final thoughts, Adam? I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listened. I mean, you know, any show wouldn't be anything without somebody actually listening or paying attention to it. So we want to thank you for, for listening, for your comments, for your feedback. And I just want to throw it out there too, Andrew, that, you know, you listening right now, if you ever have an idea for a show or you want a topic that's on your mind talked about that maybe we haven't before uh, in the past 200 episodes, let us know so we can do it in the next 200 episodes. So this is This is your show as well. As we're speaking for him, so let us know by heading over to Speaking for Him's Facebook page or also the voicemail line. Oh, absolutely! It's so important because sometimes you can start to run out of steam right. when you're doing these shows. And Adam knows from doing radio as well that you don't always have the best ideas. I remember getting to 150 and being like, "Okay, where do we go from here?" Mm-hmm. And you know, I kind of feel a little bit of that going past the 200. But we do have a plan for our next few shows, so that's that's good. But it definitely helps us when other people have ideas because, uh, like you said, um, uh, we are fueled by fueled by feedback. And Adam, I, we didn't really ask what our favorite all time episodes were this time, but we did during the hundred fiftieth. And if I remember correctly, most of the ones that we chose for our top five back then were ones where we had guests. Yes. Because we love it when a guest can come in and share their story and essentially take over the show. Mm-hmm. Not only does it make it easier for us, but it just further accentuates the idea that the show isn't about us, but it's about him and what he can do through our lives and through your lives. So we just want to we just want to thank you for continuing to join us for these 200 episodes and we hope that you will continue um to do it in the weeks to come. Naomi, do you have any final words for us? 
Just uh, keep on doing what you're doing, and I'm excited to see what you guys have in store for us in the next 200 episodes. Yeah, speaking of which, since Naomi's here, if you have any ideas for next year's book club selections, yeah. let us know. We're down to two, so. Yeah. And I already finished the yeah, she she. See, <laughs> I already finished the Chick Fil A one. <laughs> the Chick Fil A one is not long, so no. if you want to, if if you ever thought there was a time to jump in on the Speaking Room Book Club, this is the time. Easy read. It's about 150 pages, something like that, and it's very easy read. And she got it done. And meanwhile, in the course of my reading, my never-ending book list, I lost the book, so I had to have <laughs> her bring it to me. So hopefully. In the next few weeks, it will be done, and we will be in the studio recording. So we will try to give you a couple weeks heads up on that if you want to come in the studio and discuss it with us, or if you want to leave a voicemail, you'll have plenty of opportunity to do that. I think that pretty much wraps up our show, but it would not be a complete show without me reminding you to keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.